Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl. Oh my god, you guys, I'm literally here with Chloe fucking Bromage. I'm gonna just let you guys sit in and listen to the episode. I'm not even gonna try and ramble. All I'm gonna say is make sure you're following us on Instagram, That Gym Girl Podcast. And if you're near the five stars, um, just hit five stars on the podcast because why the fuck not? Anywho, enjoy the app. Alrighty, ladies, welcome back to That Gym Girl Podcast. Here today, I am with the ultimate hype girl, the Chloe Bromage. How are you? How are we going? I am so fabulous. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> we are so excited to have you, honestly. We are just beyond the moon. Um, I always like to start my pods in a different way. Sometimes I intro the girl, sometimes I don't. Um, and today is no different. I wanted to relate it to the theme. So today's theme is learning how to back yourself. And if y'all don't know Chloe, this is like, she's the master of this. Now, let's start by asking you, Chloe, I want you to take me back to a time in your life that was really, really pivotal for you, where you realized that you needed to back yourself, where you said, I need to take control of my life, back my goals and myself. Explain to me just one pivotal moment. Yeah, I can think of it straight away, and I love that we just started straight with that. I'm like, let's get right to it. Um, it was when I actually ended up in hospital after a little bit of burnout, um, and point being, I was working a full-time job, um, and I really, really was in the process of wanting to go full-time in my own business. I was only doing it part-time. It was something that I was kind of scared to do, um, and I tried to leave, and every single person in my life scared the absolute crap out of me. Oh, my God, you're not going to be financially stable. What are you going to do? You know, and in no disrespect to anyone in my closer personal life at that time nobody had kind of done anything uncomfy right so I was the first person and I actually for the first time probably ever listened to them but it took me ending up in hospital uh getting really really sick um to go you know what fuck it if I'm gonna do it I'm doing it now and I choose to like go all in and believe in myself and it's worked very very well it has (laughs) oh my gosh we'll get into like the business side of things but it's totally I think it's working for you babes I think it is (laughs) (laughs) um 
So I guess you're saying that it took you to lose everything in quotations, like health wise, yeah. I guess, or take you to the you know the pit of your the pit of your deepest of your pits to realize what the fuck have I got to lose? Yeah, yeah. And I, it was so funny because it was a good kick in my face because I'm always the type of person that's like, you've got to do what scares you. If it scares you, you're an excited run, jump, do it, don't listen to anyone. And I did exactly what I tell everyone not to do. And so I vividly remember laying in, and it was nearly exactly a year ago. It was a state of origin and that was last night. And I was lying in, I was supposed to go, and I was lying in the hospital bed with a drip in my arm thinking, what have I done? I haven't chosen to put myself first. And like you say, when health is something that's so important to me, and I am like the furthest thing from healthy right now. Or it like it gives me goosebumps still talking about it now because I'm, I cannot believe that I, I of all people, put myself in that situation. Yeah. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is to listen to your own advice. You can dish it out, but you can't take it. And no. I love that you're so authentic with the fact that you were like, yeah, I said it, but I didn't actually do it. And it took me no. this point in my life to actually listen to myself. And I think that's really powerful that you're so honest Thank about you. that. Um, well, why not? You know, uh, at the end of the day, it's me versus me, so. Absolutely. I want to expand on that um, and kind of shift it into the idea of perfectionism. So yeah. it's a big, uh, it's a big uh, obstacle in some people's lives and a lot of people's oh, lives. Yeah. Now, people listening to you will know you as the 24-7 hype girl. You're Chloe Bromage. You've got your shit together. Your life is perfect oh my god she's so fucking hot like you know what I mean people will see you and be like surface level shit yeah I think the word perfect is really important and I want to hone in on this Chloe is your life perfect god no my life is the furthest thing from perfect and I am absolutely a recovering perfectionist like through and through because I used to base a lot of my self-worth in how my life looked and if my life looked perfect right I was worthy of that and that is the furthest thing from the truth I think that if somebody's life looks perfect okay you have to remember that there are so many other aspects to that and whilst we live in such a social media highlighted and you know again this whole highlight real situation world you know it's so easy to think that you know, someone life's perfect and I do it all the time too and that's why I'm really big on not looking at my phone when I wake up or I try to I should say in the morning not always perfect at it um, but because you will roll over with bed hair and my pimples and my boyfriend laughs at me because I wake up with what he calls a bird's nest or my head of hair um, and you know and you look at your phone and there's someone who is dressed to the nines looks gorgeous skin is perfected when majority of it's edited they look like they're earning lots of money when maybe they're not their relationship looks perfect and you see 1% of that 10% of that you know and so yes my life is the furthest thing from perfect but it's perfectly imperfect <laughs> yeah it's perfect for you right now and absolutely everything that comes to you was meant to be and you're meant to learn from that um I appreciate you saying that your life isn't perfect because a lot of girls you're right actually a lot of girls will listen to this and they'll think no way like I saw her on socials like she wakes up and she trains and da 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 well, they don't actually know that you woke up and you didn't want to go to the gym and it took yeah. a shitload of self-discipline and a good hype talk to yourself to get you out of bed and to get you to the gym. Yeah, and the funny thing is the reason that those and why people know me as the 24-7 hype girl is because I originally was um, on Georgie Stevenson's podcast. I don't know if you've ever – she actually gave me that name, which was so cool. But the reason that people gave me that was because I used to do hype rants in my car, which I still do, right? People still love it. But I used to do that – partly for myself it was like if I get jacked up if I get excited if I want to go in like I, I get really hyped up listening to other people's motivation but there's like at the time there was like four people that wanted to listen to me say those things so I did and in turn like 
giving back to the people that listen also gives back to me, which is so epic. So do you, I'm going to just steer off a little bit, I guess. Um, do you find self-talk is probably one of your biggest techniques that you use? Oh, heck yeah. I like, I can pretty much talk myself out or into anything because I'm like, and to be fair, that's taken a lot of self-discipline. It's taken a lot of work. I have had different mindset coaches. I have seen psychologists because a long time ago, and I speak about it quite openly, like my inner self was the, my biggest bully. And like for majority of people, your inner self is your harshest critic, right? So I was always so mean to myself, but it took me stepping out of my comfort zone little bit by little bit to go, no, I actually am capable. And fun, fun fact is like, Tony Robbins, I'm sure you know who he is. And I'm sure I watched his documentary last night. Oh my god, very on brand. <laughs> he, um, that's what he says. He's like, self esteem isn't like gifted or given to you. You create it for yourself, and it's the art of pushing yourself to an uncomfortable place, and then going, "Hang on, I like fucking did that. I'm so capable of that." And that's where that self esteem grows. That's where that self esteem comes from. So that's pretty cool, and that's kind of what I like to remind myself of. That's so great, and that's so powerful. Now, yeah. I'm sure you get a lot of girls come to you and they'll be like, Chloe, where did you start? What did you do? Give me the plan. Like, tell me what you did. And I, for me personally, I think it doesn't matter what fucking, like, obviously a guide is good and a coach is great. But if you don't put in the action, shit all's going to happen. Like, it doesn't matter. They could have you, the best coach in the world. And if they don't do anything, then nothing's going to come from it. So let's relate it back to you. When you set on your own personal development journey, how did you detach from the perfectionism? Oh, it's so hard. Um, Brene Brown is someone that I really like to refer to a lot. She talks about, you know, being a recovering perfectionist and being vulnerable with the self. And the biggest thing that I can say, and it's something that, again, me saying my life is perfectly imperfect, is something that I still have to work on. But it's actually about giving yourself space to go like, it's okay to fuck up. It's okay to make mistakes. And by continuing to make mistakes and continuing to think not to go to plan, shit actually gets better like that's actually you learn in the pit me being in that hospital bed was where I learned so much shit about myself and yeah it's, it's crazy right because you can try and control everything and it's so funny because if you knew me four years ago I was like so anal and so if my life doesn't go to plan I am shit my life sucks nothing's working I would like almost have anxiety over things not going right now if stuff doesn't go right I'm like ah well we'll try again tomorrow <laughs> that 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 takes a lot of practice and something that I've found is a trend on TikTok at the moment have you seen those videos of people talking about like when I'm saying mean things to me I'm actually saying mean things to her and it's a picture yeah. of themselves when they're little love that and what that is it's actually talking about your inner child work and I first learned about that when I was 17, 18 when I went to psychology and, and that's the thing that's like you can beat yourself up and be so angry and that brings me back to that beginning of point of, of giving yourself space it's like what's actually hurting in you and what's actually you know feeling out of control right now isn't the evolved you know version of you now that's done a uni degree that has all this money that's doing this and doing that what's hurting and what's trying to control life is five six seven eight nine year old you who just needs some love and care right now mm-hmm. so the best thing that you can do for yourself to sit in that situation is to go okay what can I do for myself right now that's actually showing myself a bit of compassion mm, that is so important I feel like girls nowadays and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say girls not just guys Girls nowadays are so horrible to themselves. They're so horrible about their bodies and about their potential and their ability to do things. And I think that, fuck, we need to be kinder to ourselves. 
Yeah. Oh, it, it honestly, it's, it makes me so upset. It really does because I just think, and, and the reason that I, I, I kind of got into this whole thing and why the hype girl became the thing is because I am the eldest of six kids. So I actually have four sisters. And so I'm 22 and my youngest sister is uh, eight. And watching all of those girls go from, you know, being 20 to eight years old now and watching them go through the social media thing, the body dysmorphia thing, that ranges from literally preschool primary school so up until you know people our age right and i don't ever think it ever really ends and unfortunately because of the introduction of so much social media you are exposed to so many different things and it's all good and well just to say oh i'm just gonna you know not look at social media or whatever but it's like that's so hard because school now every kid has a laptop every kid has a tiktok account right you know and you can control it as much as you want but it's the internet yeah People are going to see things. Kids are going to show people things. And it's like, how are we supposed to control that? You can't. So by being a voice like you, like myself, in some you know some sense of trying to just help girls feel better about themselves in any form, you know, that does better, that's better than nothing. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I'm going to actually expand on what you've just said. I think it's about what you consume. Because Absolutely. that is the thing you're in control of. Obviously, there's the algorithm and all of that shit which honestly I don't understand to be completely blunt with you um but you're in control of who you follow and what you consume and what you do see um absolutely I'm a lover of unfollowing people it is my pastime. oh sis me too I'm the queen of the block I'm like just block them if there's that much of an issue block them and then they can't see it mm-hmm. I honestly I have no shame I'll control delete from my life thank you and goodbye yeah absolutely <laughs> it's so therapeutic like it is it is I love culling people. Yeah, and the thing about, like, your feed, and and I I don't remember who said this, I read it somewhere, but it was like, your feed feeds you. So what you consume, whether it's books, in the news, in conversation, um, us talking right now, if you listen to the podcast, whatever you're consuming feeds you. And and the thing is, that's what people don't understand about cleaning up leaky energy, whether it's in their social media, whether it's in their friendship group, whether it's in their romantic relationships, whatever. Okay, like you say, you are somewhat in control of your life. And whilst, no, we can't get rid of social media altogether, stop getting so upset and caught up in the fact that People are going to be butt hurt when you unfollow them. If people are actually that butt hurt, that's a them thing, not a you thing. Because if, it doesn't matter if you know them or you're not. There's plenty of people that I, you know, admire in terms of their work ethic, but the things that they post to, towards, you know, um, body image and, you know, health and fitness that I don't agree with, I don't follow them. Yeah. It's not about them. It's about their content. Full stop. It's not personal. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that whole when you break up with someone. Sorry, love. It's not you. It's me. Because it's me. <laughs> it's true. Oh, my God. I... I'm going to have a little bit of my own tea here, but I did this and the person yeah. reached out to me and I was like, I just was blunt. I just said, I do not want to see that. It's when I mentally see that, it's not good for me. Yeah. That You don't yeah. have to justify anything else. You just have to be no. honest. And no thank you or no is a you know, full sentence. That's fine. You don't have to at all. Facts. That is straight facts. Now, in terms of, God, we could, we, we're good at chatting. Hey. <laughs> we could do this forever I think <laughs> um in terms of perfection um I want to talk about hypotheticals so when your life isn't perfect that means that shit happens and yep. you know not everything goes the right way for you so when people start out on whatever journey they're going on they often say to themselves what if what if I fail or what if I go into the gym and they think that I'm unfit or what if I post on social media and they think I'm fucking cringe have you ever fallen into that trap, that mental trap? And how did you come out of it? Oh my God, on a daily basis. Okay. When you work through social media and when you, and especially because my business is online and people look at me all day, every day, absolutely. And the thing is, again, it's about 
hyping yourself up, right? Re rewriting the narrative in your head and the thing about your brain is it's so powerful and your ego is there to tell you those stories because it's trying to quote unquote protect you, right? And we don't know the difference between online bullies and a dinosaur rat chasing us. So online bullies are like, oh my gosh, you're people that are ju you know, judging us, okay? And the first time that I ever posted any form of fitness or content on my social media, I did it at 4.49 p.m. before I went into a 5 p.m. gym class wow. and I, I posted it so I couldn't delete it because I knew, I was like, I'm going to delete this. If, if I was just sitting at home, it had got one like in 10 minutes and I would have been like, no, I can't, whatever. But I was like, if I want to do this, and I call it like hacking your own brain, we all have the things that we do, whether you're a procrastinator, whether you're an overthinker, whether you get anxious about things, we all know, we all have those things that we do. Learn how to out-trick yourself, right? So for me, I knew I'm going to delete that and I'm going to tell myself all these stories. I can't look at my phone for an hour. I'm not going to do it because like people are going to say it. <laughs> yes, and they did. And now you're here. So and now, exactly right, right? And my, one of my favorite quotes, and like you said, the whole what if thing, it's what if I fail? Yes, but what if you fly? Like there are so many possibilities of what people don't understand and what I love about failure. And often I like to say I'm friends with fear and I'm friends with failure because either or, if you fail and you fall, you fall forward, which either way means you're one step ahead, right? Yeah. And you are always so much further than people sitting in the same position. If people do nothing, they don't move. And I like to think of it like a little monopoly board. If you don't move your character, no matter if you go to jail, or whatever right you still get to experience things and you're going to tell me you're going to get to the end of your life and not experience anything remotely exciting or joyous and that's what the world has to offer yeah and in saying that um I want to add on the so what question so yeah. I'm going to be quite vulnerable here I do a lot of these pods and I speak to some, oh, some really cool women like Chloe as well and even today I'm going to be completely blunt about let's say 25 minutes ago I was like fuck, 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 I can't do this, fuck, fuck, fuck. You know, and you're like, shit, yeah. shit, shit. And I said to myself, so what? So what if I say something really dumb or really yeah. stupid? So what? She unfollows me, I block her, we never see each other ever again. It's done, yeah. our relationship is over. So what? You know what I mean? Obviously it's not going to happen with best friends no, for life you're now. you're exactly right. <laughs> but like... No, absolutely. And you know what's so funny that you say that? I love the vulnerability. And you know what? 10 minutes ago, I was sitting in the beanbag across from me and I was shooting bricks as well, right? So it's so funny because it's like, you know, we, we all get so caught up in it. And one of my favorite things in terms of because I am, you know, coined as the queen of confidence, it's like people that you look up to or who, you know, whoever it may be in any area, those people compare them to themselves to other people too. It's like human nature because we all just want to be accepted. We all just want to be liked and loved. And if, if I'm liked and loved, then it's okay and whatever, right? So I'll try best of things. We all compare each other. And it's like, at the end of the day, like you say, so what? I'm going to do me because this is what I want to do if that person doesn't align. And I like to call it like you're almost they're almost helping you out right if, if they don't you know if they don't click with you if you don't align whatever they're helping you out because that's one less less person you have to deal with and in my own opinion mm. quality quality over quantity every time i would rather have two 11 out of 10 friends who give me so much value than 150 friends who are face value facts. Through and through. straight facts i've actually never thought about things like that that is a great yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna take that on board actually um yeah. and i want to say to listeners here this is why I started the pod and this is why I reached out to those who have bigger social media profiles because I wanted to break the barrier and to make uh, to make the listeners realize that these social media people, they're actually real people who yeah. have real mental conversations and real lives and they have, you know, things that they're dealing with and they're not these perfect objects that you see. And yeah, yeah I think that's really important that you just said that. Yeah, thank 
you. Yeah, and I, to be fair, I, before, and again, I always joke, like, I didn't mean to, if you're going to call me an influencer, I didn't mean to be in the social media world. Like, it, it all really happened quite quickly for me. And I will admit, I fell for that, like, thinking that these people, it's like, you just assume that they don't have insecurities and they don't have lives and they don't have relationship problems. And it's like, you know, if, you know, fame and money, right, gave you everything, there would be no divorce in Hollywood. Facts, Yeah. But there is so much divorce and so much shit in Hollywood and those people have more money and more, you know, fame than probably any of us ever will. So people, humans are humans. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I love that. No, I love that. Now, I want to shift to your business. So if y'all don't know, Chloe has uh, Health Hyped, which is her thriving business with another coach um, who is called Brooke. Is that right? Brooke. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. perfect. Um, And I'm assuming you started the business with a shitload of self-confidence but also a little bit of self-doubt and I kind of want to delve into that and talk a little bit about imposter syndrome if you had any you might not have had any um every day baby (laughs) (laughs) I'm just making very big assumptions um yeah but first off why did you feel the need to start health hype um so it was in COVID I was in America I came back because ever I actually thought COVID was a hoax at the time so I was traveling I do a lot of travel and have done previous like until now um by myself I love it I really I'm really confident and enjoy being on my own um and I came back and I didn't have a rental all my stuff was in a storage unit I had my car that was it and I came back and I was like what the f am I supposed to do so I had lived out of home since I was 18 so it had been it had been a good like three years about that two and a half three years and COVID, no rentals, nothing. I had no money, no job. And I was like, what am I going to do? Sorry, my family lives in Sydney and I have to go back down and be with them. Oh. Uh, when you've lived out of home for a fair bit of time, that was kind of, it was a lot. Uh, so I went back in with them and was like, I need a way to make money and I cannot stay at home. So it actually came, like, I can't do this. So I'd seen the online coaching thing, had literally no idea about it. Just put on, like, an up story. It was like, oh, if anyone needs help training in COVID, like, let me know. So it started out essentially as, like, Chloe Bromage online PT. And the plan was just to do it whilst COVID happened. Then when it all kind of fizzled out, I ended up getting offered a job in Brisbane. Uh, so, of course, I could go back to Queensland, thank goodness. Um, and at the time, I lived under the Gold Coast, and I was like, yeah, epic. You know, moved to Brisbane, why not something different? Got a job uh, managing an F45 or whatever there. Um, it was epic, had fun there. But I still had the online coaching thing just, like, dwindling in the back of my mind. Like, I had, like, what, five, six clients. It was manageable, you know, for the time being while working at the F45. And what F45 is what I like to call my stepping stone. It, it served me so well, and I enjoyed it so much whilst I was in Brisbane. But it got to the point where I was like I can't stop thinking about this thing and every day I go to bed and I keep thinking about this online coaching thing and I don't even know what it is and I don't know how to do it but I keep thinking about this thing and yeah I, you know that's when I talked about going into hospital because I dwindled the idea of doing it but I was in the end working full-time for myself and then full-time for F45 yeah. so I was working two full-time jobs stupidly still clubbing on the weekend trying to have a social life trying to it was silly so of course I ended up like I was I was shooting myself to the ground I had a caffeine addiction all things um and so that's weirdly how health hyped was born and realistically it wasn't even health hyped until the December of 2022 I like of 2021 it became a company sorry we are in 2022 Uh, it became a company in the December of 2021 uh and now we're in June so it's all happened very quickly and when did you bring on brooke uh in that december okay so it's only so new like technically she's a baby business still but she became a company very quickly so it was pretty cool oh my god that's crazy yeah. town oh my gosh yeah, yeah. Oh, well let's delve this um a bit further so yeah 
In terms of the theme back yourself, I feel like it's important that I talk about imposter syndrome. Um, for those yep. who don't know, it's where you say to yourself, I have no idea why anyone would want to choose me. Why would anybody want to choose me as their coach or me as their leader? Or why would I do this? And I'm going to ask you two things in relation to this. Firstly, why you? What is so special about Chloe that I should choose you as a coach? Yeah, I love that. I love that because it's a question I don't get how to think I've ever been asked. And I don't think, and answering that, if I'm going to be honest, makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think what I love, and to be fair, I, this questions like this I ask about, like to my clients all the time. Um, I am very honest. I am very vulnerable with my clients and I always give them a very upfront approach. My ability to be able to do that with a lot of compassion while also inspiring other people, I think is what sells itself. Um, uh, and, and, and honestly, just my passion for helping women. Yeah. I think I, I never did it to make money. I never, like I said, it was, it was almost a passion project. To, like, yes, it was to make money to have a job, but it was a passion thing, right? It was never supposed to be a, a full-time income that's now a company that's now killing it, right? Like that just happened. But that's also proof that when you love something enough and you give it enough attention and love and care and you water it, it grows. So why me? And again, again, it's that imposter syndrome. Like every single day I'm like, I can't do this. There's something that comes up where I'm like, oh, there's someone better than me. And because there's always someone better than you. There's always. But in my opinion, if you're the smartest, richest, strongest person in the room, you're in the fucking wrong room. Get out. Yeah. Get out and get into a bigger room. Every single person I am friends with and I know now earns I'm not even kidding you, 10 times the amount that I would in a year. They make so much more money. They have like multiple businesses. But what I love about that is the conversation that I get to have is so much larger, so much deeper, right? Whether it's from a personal development standpoint, whether it's from a business standpoint. So learning to kind of open yourself up to that can also help you open yourself up to your own ability and understand your own strength as well. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, two things you just said there. Firstly, I've never heard somebody else say passion project because I use that term all the time. Yeah. I have my own passion project, which is the pod. Um, oh, yeah. I don't earn anything from the pod and I literally made... But you still do it, right? Absolutely. It. Oh yeah. my God. Like it, I will go to bed late at night, wake up early because I want to talk to somebody who's literally in LA or in London because I'm like, these girls need to hear from her. She's fucking awesome. Um, so I love that it was a passion project, which is now your job. That is fucking wicked. Yeah. Um, and I can, can't remember the other thing that you said because it's just blown my mind because I was so excited about the passion project thing. <laughs> we were talking about being in a, in a room with people, smartest person. That's it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. It was your love of learning. The fact that you love to learn, and I think that that is so valuable in terms of overcoming the imposter syndrome, because what if you're, you know, not the best person for them? You can learn to be, and you can love that challenge and that journey, and I think, yeah. I'm assuming that's been a huge player in your game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I tell the story all the time about how I was supposed to go be a dentist at uni, right? And to my family, that sounded so epic. Like, I'm going to go be a dentist. I'm going to be the dentist of the family. Like, I get to have a doctor in front of my name. That's so cool. And then I was like, oh, yeah, guys, by the way, I'm moving to Queensland. And I'm becoming a personal trainer. Bye. <laughs> and, and, you know, like, that sounds like I'm downplaying myself, right? And, and to be honest, my family didn't even really believe in me until now. Yep. Right, because they can see it, and my mom has been in my my back pocket and in my corner all the way. And not that I I don't want to downplay them by saying they didn't believe in me. It's not that, but they couldn't see the vision. Yep. But the thing about intuition is nobody else has to see the vision but you. I see it, and I'm going to roll with it. And exactly right, when I started, like anything, when you start anything, 
you don't know. But how do you know by doing the thing? And it's like, as long as from a business standpoint, right, I'm not promising people that I know how to do this. This is if I don't. I'm not saying I'm going to get them, but I do know how to get people results. I do know how to empower them. So that's what I'm going to do. And everything else I've learned along the way, right? And I've learned, so, what I think not enough people celebrate is I've learned so much about myself along the way that like I can see a photo of myself even from last year, even when Brooke and I regularly talk about how she's only been with me for just over six months, we're like, or even those people six months ago. And that's, they don't think that's celebrated enough either. Yeah. Give yourself credit where credit's due. And credit is always due, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's something I'm pretty bad at, but we're getting there. Yeah, bitch. Well, you're doing it today. I want to give you all the fucking credit that you deserve. <laughs> um, in terms of you said that you need to focus on your personal self when you're starting a business. So I listened to your pod. Loved it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, everyone go listen to it. It's such a vibe. Amazing. Um, what you said in the pod that you spent a lot of money on investing in yourself and your business, but predominantly in yourself. Um, yeah, baby. What would you say to someone who I'm sure you have people who say this to you, Chloe? I just can't can't afford it right now. Can't invest in myself. I've heard you. I've heard your answer. So I'm going to pretend that I don't know the answer because I've I've followed you for a little while. What would you say to them? Yeah, there's so many things that are coming into my brain. There's so many like savage things and there's so many like I hold space for that because I was that person too, right? I was like, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, right? I hate, I can't. That is a, fi- that is a fixed mindset. We want a growth mindset. Now I'm like, work it the fuck out yeah. because the thing about investing in yourself is the price has to stretch you. The price has to feel heavy because what that does is open a space for you to go I'm going all in on this I'm going all in and I'm not giving myself an option to not succeed and the thing about that is that holds you to a higher standard so the first time I ever invested in myself I spent ten thousand dollars not all in one go because the pricing was it was supposed to be 20 and I was like that makes me feel sick like I, I was I was 19 I think and I was like that I can't I can't even see like more than five thousand dollars right now because it's all that I had to my name and they were like, okay, we'll do you a small package for 10K. And this was a fitness business, like building thing. Um, and it was $10,000. And I, they were like, we'll do your payment plan, like per week. And I was like, at the time, I couldn't even afford the payment plan. Like, no way. It was like a 300 and something a week or whatever it ended up to be. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, I worked out those juice. So like my pay, like, you know, by the time, and especially as a uni student, by the time you pay your rent, pay your bills, like there's nothing left. But I was like, 
I'll work it out, right? And when you're faced with I'll work it out, you will be so fucking surprised at what you can do. I ended up getting another job at a cafe. I worked at a retail store and boost and it was in the same vicinity. So Dottie was the closed door, if anyone remembers that store. I used to go from working at Boost, doing a shift there, walking across the center, doing a working uh, work at shift at Dottie. Then I used to work at the cafe Saturday, Sunday to earn weekend rates. And then I also used to do babysitting in cash to afford to do that. It is by far the best thing that I ever have done for myself because it opened me up to realizing that choosing to invest in myself, I am my greatest asset. Yeah. Because I'm, ba- I'm back in me. And I, if I'm going to bet on anyone and I'm betting any money, you bet as hell, it's going to be me and my ability to get shit done. So now, and I paid $12,000 for my last coach. Love that. I love the honesty yeah. with the, some people are very weird about money. I, so weird. I'm like, no, I'll tell you everything I earn. Like I got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it helps others. The fact that you're sharing. It does. But the thing is, I used to hate talking about money. My partner, actually, we were talking about this earlier today. I come from a very, money was a very taboo topic in my family and in my life. Um, And it was something that my family struggled with for a really long time. So to me, money was always coming. It was a pet place of fear. It's going to run out. I don't know when I'm going to see it next. It's a survival tool. It is a survival tactic. And what I've learned about, you know, and, and people talk about it all the time, when you invest in yourself, it comes back tenfold. You will be so surprised that when you choose to outsource and, and get someone to help you, how that comes back to you in so many other ways. Whether it's in knowledge, whether it's in contacts, whether it is in actual funds, you will be so surprised. And now, like my boyfriend always loves to say, he's like, why are you scared to spend money? Because you can always make more. Yeah. That's so true. Like, and I think the thing that you did there, you know, you got the three jobs, you put yourself in a position that I, I don't know if you've um, seen Ryan Serhant, he's um, a real estate agent over in New York, and he wrote a book and he basically said, you have to back yourself against the wall. So you have to push yourself against the wall where you you've literally got nowhere to fucking go except forward, you know, or you've got to do it. You've got to put yourself in a position because, you know if you're a bit comfortable you're you know working the job whatever you're great I'll do it later she'll be right I'll get around to it if you put yourself in this position where you've literally got no other fucking choice but to do the thing you're gonna do the thing you'll figure it out oh my god yeah and that's exactly what I mean about the the stretch right that's why I'm like for some people paying $60,000 for a coach's stretch some people pay $60 for a coach's stretch and either or if it stretches you it's gonna involve you and that's the thing right because originally like I said I did a payment plan $300 a week was something that made me feel sick because I was like how am I gonna afford this next minute I'm paying $12,000 without even thinking about it and the course before that I actually did not a payment plan and that cost me $20,000 overall so it's been 32k just this year right but I have like I said, I have full faith now and I'm like, I, I want to high five the 19 year old me that chose to invest that $300 a week. Cause I'm like, I've gotten myself to this position now. And at the end of the day, I'm still going to make it work. I'll yeah. find a way to make it work. If I have to get a job at Woolworths, I'll make it work. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Absolutely. And I think, um, this concept, I don't know if you've ever thought about it like this. I like to think of past angel and future angel. So I love past angel and I hate past angel. She can be a bitch and she can be the best thing ever. So past angel, she can meal prep for me. She can make the money choices. She can set me up right. Or she can do the complete opposite and be a total pain in my ass. You've got to think about it like that. So right now you're past angel and you've got to think about future angel, what she wants and where she's going to go. And I think that, that, yeah, having those two mindsets is really valuable. And I see that that's what you did as well. Totally. Because it's like no one is coming to save you. 
no one. No one is going to come and fucking make your bed for you and push you to the gym. Nobody's doing that for you. And it's like you can either waste 20 years of your life, 10 years, 5 years, 30, 40, whatever, of your life sitting there waiting for someone to come and find you or you can go get up off your ass and do it yourself. And exactly right. And that's a, that's a battle that I think I don't want to pretend that I don't have with myself because I do on a regular basis. Oh, it's so much easier just not to get up and go to the gym right now. It's so much easier not just to do the work right now. It's so much easier. But why would you choose easy? Because like you say, what comes from being comfortable? Yeah. Not a whole lot. Yeah. Not a whole lot. Absolutely. Now, I want to shift this into the gym. And um, the reason I started this podcast was because of um, the fact that I used to have gym anxiety. And I literally would drive to the gym when I was actually like 18, 19, or even a little bit younger. But um, I'd drive to the gym. I remember it so vividly. vividly. It was over at um, Bundle Good Life. And I drove there and I sat there and I went, absolutely no fucking chances. Am I going in here? Absolutely not. And it seemed like this huge mountain, this whole fitness journey, becoming that gym girl. This is where it stems from. Becoming that gym girl seemed yeah. like this huge fucking climb. You know, Miley Cyrus, the climb is the climb. That's what it seemed like to me. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I mean, I was right to an extent, like you've got to go to the gym consistently. You've got to actually learn the nutrition shit. You've got to learn how to track if you want to and balance and sustainability. It's a whole fucking show can seem like this huge task and I wanted to relate this back to backing yourself and how you have to back the fact that you will be consistent you will be compliant you know you've got the self-confidence the self-belief that you can do this but sometimes it's terrifying and I'm sure you've got a goal right now you're you know a pretty ambitious woman I'm sure you've got a goal right now that's big and it feels like it's sitting on top of that mountain and you're here, you're at the bottom of the mountain. So yeah. how do you how do you make it more attainable? How do you actually bridge the gap between those two? Yeah, I love this. My favorite thing ever is it's something that I used to kind of think about was you look at your goal like you're looking at the top of a hundred million stairs, right? It's a staircase and you're looking right at the top. If you just look at it as one step in front of the other, put one foot in front of the other, where can I break my goals down no matter what the goal may be, whether it's in the gym, whether it's financial, whether it's relationship, whether it's friendship, career, whatever, right? One of my favorite things ever is talking about how how do you want to live your life in terms of all your goals? Write your own eulogy and then reverse engineer. Reverse engineer. Okay, I want to be that gym girl. What do I need to be that gym girl? I need to get some sexy ass freaking active wear. I need to get the gym membership. I need to just go in. And whether you go in for one day a week for the first month, right? People often overcommit, and that's what I see in terms of why people fail. And I love failing. I fail on a regular basis, like on a daily basis pretty much. But the thing is, right, so, you know, you can either go to the gym one day a week and people will often overcommit to all of their goals, right? They will go, okay, I want to be that gym girl, but I need to go to the gym five days a week, eat chicken, broccoli, and rice. I need to drink pre-work. I need to go to bed at 8 p.m., wake up at 3 a.m., do all this. And it's like, but you're not that person now. So what can the person you now today that's just a little bit different that's going to get you one step closer so looking at each goal whether you reverse engineer it and I just like to use steps because I think it's you know it's visual and you can see there's one foot in front of the other um whether you yeah whether you write the big goal and okay what would it take me to get there one step back one step back one step back that makes it you know seem attainable in your head and it's really easy to do on a piece of paper it's really easy to do in your phone notes so you know and in terms of gym anxiety like that's so normal it's so normal. I walked in and worked in a gym for a long time and people come in and they are like 
shitting bricks. Yeah. They are like shaking scared. And because unfortunately gyms can be a very daunting place, right? It's it's sad because it's like people go in there to be the best version of themselves, to be the most, you know, good looking, strong, healthy version of themselves, and yet it comes out in this like bitchy, arrogant, what judgmental way. And it's like, but why? But why? You know, you go in there, you do your thing, you do not let anybody else let like make you feel that you are unworthy to be there because you are certainly not. Absolutely. That's so true. And I guess you don't know until you're on the other side of the hill, you know, Absolutely. like I always say, you know, go to the gym, like it's great, blah, 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 blah. but it's so much easier said than done. Like we are in positions where we're so lucky that we feel confident enough to go in there and literally be in a fucking skimpy, like shorts and a tiny little bra. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just at the gym, girls. I fully get my phone out and start filming myself now, but... I never used to be that way, right? I used to wear t-shirts over my tights and I used to, you know, I would know what hell would I have ever got my phone out to even look like I was taking a photo. Yeah. Um, I used to have to uh, ask how to use, I didn't even know how to use a body leg extension at the time. Like, just because I'm a personal trainer doesn't mean that I wasn't a beginner in a gym, right? And so like every, and I think what you have to remember that no matter what you're doing, everybody starts somewhere. Nobody started something and was an Olympian. Nobody started something and became a CEO. Like, even a CEO had to learn how to be a CEO. Like, you know, so it's one of those things. It's like, we get, and again, bringing it back to the perfectionism thing, you get so caught up in being perfect every single time. And it's like, but why? Humans are imperfect. And that's what I think is so beautiful about being one. It's like, we get to have this fun, joyous ride of like messing up and having a laugh. And when you learn to kind of make fun of yourself and you learn to lean into not doing it properly, a lot can come from that. Yeah. It's funny that you said the filming yourself thing because that takes so long to actually feel comfortable doing. And even now, I literally have this monologue I'll say to myself. I'll get get my camera out, put it down and go, don't give a fuck. I actually don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Fake it till you make it. I know a lot of people don't like that. Or, you know, some people change it to face it until you make it right. Either or, do it even when you're uncomfortable because nobody else knows that you don't know. Nobody else knows that you don't know how to do something. Nobody else knows that you, you know, you're uncomfy as fuck as long as you just go and do it, right? And now I'm like, like I say, I can walk down the street in public in the middle of like Pacific Fair with my phone out talking and I wouldn't even bat an eyelid. But do you think I haven't always been like that? No way. And, you know, I used to like sit in my car and if someone walked past me filming my car, like drop my phone, oh my God, they saw me and whatever. Now I'm just like, oh, well, that's just my life. It is, I'm the main, I'm the main character. So. Shut your follow. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, so sorry, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> oh no, no, that's so, and that's where, um yeah, that gym girl came into mind because it's a mindset and I fake it so often, you know, like there are some days where I'll be like, you are that gym girl, like you can do this yeah. and you manifest that and you you know, project that. And internally, I might be like, absolutely not. I have no idea what I'm doing. But you, I think the fake it till you make it thing's important. I think that you can pretend to put a smile on and then you might actually smile properly. Anything good in my life has ever come from is faking it till I make it. Yeah. In terms of not knowing how to do something and going, I'm just, I, jumping in the deep end is my favorite thing. You know what? Jump in, see how it goes. And the thing is, it's like what people forget is confidence is also just an energy right so when you have an internal energy shift when you like you say when you when you're like i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck like i don't care i'm gonna do it that internal energy shift is positive so externally that's gonna be positive right you're gonna do the thing whether it feels fantastic the first 10 times probably not right but then eventually that 11th 12th 20th time it's gonna feel a lot easier and it's gonna become a lot more positive for you and not gonna feel like this burden or something that makes you really anxious yeah and i think i wanted to kind of 
end this with the concept of patience. Um, you've said it a little bit before, and I heard you, I don't know, I heard you talking about it on a story where people think that you build this company and it's so effortless and that there was, you know, you just said, yeah, building company, cool, we've got a, so many followers and it's all done. That's not true. You obviously no put in a shitload of work. And I want to know the role of patience in your life and I want to know how it helped you overcome a self-limiting belief where you went, okay, I can't do this. I need to be patient with myself and I need to give myself the time to overcome this. I love that. I love that so much. That's, yeah. The thing is exactly right. It's so easy and and it's what I like to call when you get a little bit triggered by someone. It's really easy to like look at someone who's really successful and be like, oh, they're so lucky. They just, you know, whether it's you say they have the pretty privilege or like, oh my God, the amount of times that my success has been put down to that I'm a blonde, tan person that lives on the Gold Coast, which I'm not even from the Gold Coast and my hair is (laughs) fake. Um, But I laugh because I used to get so upset by that because it was like, I'm like, and I used to feel the need to prove myself. That people have to know that I work so hard day in and day out right nobody needs to know because i know and that is you know boiling it down to self-satisfaction and the thing is like what do i want to feel out of all of this i want to feel that i did my best i want to feel like i haven't put myself in the ground which is what i did right learn from right the highway with that i want to i want to i want to feel so empowered by myself i want to feel like you know it's so hard because I am used to be I should say I shouldn't say I am I used to be one of the most impatient people ever because I want it and I want it now and that's that instant gratification lifestyle that we live now um there's that funny um thing on Netflix and I can't even think what it's called and the guy's like I want Amazon to tell me that I can have it now before I even want it I want it delivered to my lab or whatever he says and it's so funny right because it's like instant gratification we want it and we want it now we want the like we want it delivered we want the money whatever there is so much beauty in the journey and I certainly have learned that I think self-reflection has helped me with that any goal that I have ever gotten you get there and I'm telling you whether it's career-based business-based financial gym you'll get there and you're like all right what's next so learning to reflect learning to be grateful and going okay I'm so grateful for where I am now reflecting on the journey and what you learn throughout that journey and then also learning to be grateful for yourself this is something that my friends put me up on a lot because I'm really bad at being like wow I did a really good job but again we're all a work in progress right yeah. so in terms of that impatience it's like okay where can I give myself some space just to be right now because unfortunately and I don't know if you ever have I don't not sure talked a lot about like your masculine and your feminine energy we all have the male or female and the thing is now, which I love, okay, boss women these days, right, we, we, there's so many of them, we lean to more the masculine energy, right, because yeah. we're doers, we're getters, let's get it done. I mean, I don't need a man to do it. I can make the money. I can buy the things. The thing with that is you also need the balance of the feminine, and feminine is gratitude. It's being, it's being still, it's being in the moment, it's being present, and it's beautiful. And the best thing that I have ever learned in terms of my patience is learning to be. So whether that is during meditation whether that is you know journaling for a lot of people i don't love it uh but you know you jump word jumping whether it's actually going out with your friends and intentionally being like hey i want to go to dinner and i want to be like really you know celebrate how you know awesome this past week at my work has gone for me or you know i've had a really awesome block you know i've overcoming my self-development or in the gym i hit a new pr like don't downplay your life that whole romanticize your life thing i love it yeah and the thing like you can wish your life away and, and we wish for it to be there, but you miss out on so much of it and you miss out on the learning. And I think what I what I have learned through that is that the more you choose to be, okay, the greater the journey is and the quicker you actually get there in the weirdest way. But then when you get there, you wish that you were still doing the journey. I don't know if it's for you, but anytime I've ever had a goal, I'll get the goal and then go, 
oh no it's over I loved the journey yeah. and you don't realize yeah. you need to be more present like you said totally. you need to actually smell the fucking roses and be like yeah. whoa like I'm doing the thing like I'm in the journey and this is great because yeah. once you get there you'll be a bit nostalgic and a bit sad you do and one of my favorite ways and again bringing you back to that inner whole that inner child thing right is like I find it really hard to like tap into that in terms of like it doesn't really make sense to me but one thing that I really love doing is if you find an old photo of yourself from a time that you were struggling or a time that you had the goal right the time that you wanted to be that gym girl before you were that gym girl or whatever it may be and you look at that it's like I remember that day I remember that outfit I remember that I felt like shit whatever and it's like that to me is such a visual way of reminding yourself how far you've come so for me I actually really love to tap into that and go like okay Chloe you're stressed about that you know you've got this this and this and oh my god you've got to call the accountant and do this remember the time that you didn't even fucking have an accountant remember the time that remember the time that like your laptop died and this happened you know like you know sometimes and and I think it it taps into a little bit the toxic positivity in terms of what I love to kind of talk about is that you can have balance right you can be so grateful for where you are now but also wanting more you're allowed to want more but you're also allowed to be grateful. And one thing that I kind of struggled with originally was like, oh, I can't want more because I've already got it and I need to be grateful now and I can't move on. Or yeah, I should have focused on the journey. So now it doesn't actually matter or whatever. And it's like, but learning to be grateful for both and learning to see both and go, wow, I'm in a position now where I actually can want more and I can hold more and have space for more. But like, how fucking cool am I that I got from A to B and like, I learned a lot of shit along the way, right? Yeah. yeah. And then it's finding the patience to learn how to balance that because you know you're not gonna that's a hard balance to get that is and you know what I don't think anybody ever gets it I don't think it's this thing that it's like I think it's it's a juggling act forever and I think you just get better at juggling more balls like I I do I don't know anyone in my life if I'm honest that and I know some very and I'm very grateful to know some extremely successful people now in my life and I don't even think they have the full balance like there's still things that they've got to work on there's still things that are not perfect and again it brings it back to stop trying to be perfect nobody is perfect and it's something that we have to scream at ourselves right like it's so easy to go I need to have it all sorted out but why why do you need to have it all sorted out why can't you just be you now I always think, actually, this is just a thought that came into my mind. If you had it all sorted out, what the fuck would you do? Exactly, right? And that's the fun game that we get to play in this this world that we live in or, the, you know, this earth that we get to call home and all that sort of stuff. It's like, you know, because you, you reach this peak and you think, like, this is it, I've got it. And then you're like, ah, oh, there's 50 more hurdles. And it's like, <laughs> in my opinion, that's the game we play till we die. Like, if you're, open, if you're open to growth, if you're open to learning so deeply and so greatly about yourself, if you're open to loving deeply and wanting more for yourself, for your life, and whether you choose to get married and be in a romantic relationship, whether you choose to, you know, have a business, have a career, and that's your family, whether you get to choose to have kids, whatever it may be, it's like, you get to see those at such depths if you choose, but you have to be open to doing that. And I, what I really, you know, value about people like you, like you say, who are, are reaching to the stars and going like, you know what, this is my passion project and I'm going to do it because it's what I fucking want it's like you could sit there right and you could still think about it and you could coast in your life and you could do the do whatever and get like and you know no dissing on a nine-to-five job if that's what you want to do right but whatever's the norm for what you're taught you could continue doing that and, and hope or wonder if there's more or you could go and find them all you could create them all you could be them all i'm gonna finish i love i just want to hold that moment and just like i want to hold it too i'm gonna hold that moment and let that sit there and i want that to really resonate with listeners and i guess we're going to shift away from that and I want to just ask, what's next for Chloe? What is going on business-wise or personal-wise? What's going on? So the really cool thing for me is that, you know, and again, talking about 
limiting beliefs and all those sorts of things prior, I have wanted to do mindset coaching for such a long time. But I had this limiting belief that it was like, oh, but you can't because you're a personal trainer. Despite the fact that I've had like hundreds of people in my DMs being like, can I hire you as my mindset coach? I was like, no, that's not enough. Like I need, I need some external validate. I don't know what I needed. But I've finally taken the leap. I've actually just signed on my first three clients this week, which is epic. Um, and so in terms of like, I'm not pulling back from health hype because that is still my baby and I love her and I still have all my clients there. Um, but what's really awesome, I've been able to give Brooke a little bit more respons- responsibility in terms of running some things that like back-end things that I don't really need to do anymore. Um, and so, yeah, that's my next venture at the moment, doing the whole Chloe Bromage mindset side of things. Um, and I do have a group program coming really, really soon as well. Um, and I'm just, I'm just so excited because it's, it's again it's a passion thing it's something that when I talk about like my whole soul gets like giddy and so excited and it just makes me want to like you know cry a little bit so yeah um, um, yeah. I can see your excitement I don't know I'm zooming Chloe right now and I can actually like feel it it's a little bit contagious and it does make me feel a little bit goosebumpy because (laughs) you are passionate about this and I think that your clients are going to feel that and I think anybody can call them so I'm going to be a mindset coach whatever like they can do that but you can see that you're different. And I love that when I asked the why question, you were honest and you said all the reasons that made you, you. And um, yeah, passion is one of them, girl. Like you've got, you've got the passion and you can feel it. Thank you. Actually, there was my external validation, guys, that I needed, that I didn't know I needed. I got that. So thank you. I appreciate that so much. That's okay. Now, I do something on the pod every week. Um, You spoke about gratitude and I love to be a grateful person. So I like to say the highlight of the week. So it can be superficial as fuck. It can be a DNM where, you know, you had a deep meaningful with somebody. Um, mine is my physio creme um, because my hamstrings are fucking tight as fuck. Uh, Holy shit. All the RDLs. <laughs> RDLs, babes. Like, oh my God. I went to the gym with my partner and he's like this six foot four ex rugby player. And I'm like, um, absolutely never again. Yeah, don't train legs with boys. If they know how to train legs, oh my God. I've gone to my partner, to the gym with my partner twice to train legs and every time. Like I, I was like to him last time. I was like, I cannot. I'm really sorry. I can't walk. <laughs> I am busy for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right, what is yours? It can be super, like superficial. It can be like something really like, I'm grateful for my partner, whatever it is. Always grateful for my partner. He is the best. But I actually think randomly it was my ability to be able to have what I call sleep in for me, which is like 6 a.m. because I get up very early. But my ability to not feel guilty for that was my highlight of the week because for a long time I used to feel really guilty if I wasn't up and out at first thing at the gym in the a.m. And I was just feeling a bit flat Tuesday night. And I was like, you know what? Why am I going to chill morning on Wednesday? Got up, had like a really long walk on the beach with my coffee. And like that was so... I don't know what the word is like oh it's beautiful it, it gave me so much energy it gave me so much joy I was so grateful just to be in the sun drinking my coffee like I'm a sucker for those small things so that is probably my gratitude of the week so far actually that's so important it's so important to listen to your body I yeah. had a huge sleep in this morning which I never like I am not a big sleep in it it was huge like I'm not gonna say what the time I woke up but it was not love that for you um but it got to like 11 and I was like, well, I didn't get up at 11. I got up at like 9, 30, 10. And then I got to 11 and I was like, oh, I've done shit all today. And you know what? I actually needed it. I'm going back to you. I don't give a fuck. Literally. <laughs> like, why do I feel guilty about this? I Totally. Like, you're allowed to rest. Your body needs yeah. it. Your mind needs it. You consume so much shit. And yeah. I think the fact that you weren't guilty about it is, a, you know, it shows where you are in your mind. 
Oh, totally. And like, again, like you say, it's hustle culture is that of 2022, right? It's like, get it, get it done. And I have been one to push that before and talk about it before. And, and while it's epic and I think like, yeah, get in and get it done. Exactly right. You also need to, to, to rest uh, just as hard. <laughs> yeah, By the way, guys, Chloe does rest. Okay. I like... do. Oh, when, when I say to people, I have like two to three rest days a week. They're like, no, you don't. I'm like, no, like I'm legit do. Like Sundays I do literally nothing. I go get up, get an armor croissant and a coffee and go to the market and then go back to bed. It's epic. It's epic. <laughs> we love a good Sunday routine. Oh, the best. <laughs> All right. Well, that ends the pod, guys. Um, Chloe's socials and links and everything will be down below. Um, please check her out. And if she has any spots available, which I know she's always taken up, definitely DM her about being a client because I know she's very, very sore after. But if you are um, ever get the privilege of being her client, then uh, yeah, I would recommend it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed the app and hopefully see you guys soon. I'm sure they did. All right. Bye. That is the end of this episode. Alrighty, guys. If you haven't already chucked us follow, what are you doing? You're on your phone. Chuck us follow. And if you haven't already chucked Chloe a follow, you may as well do that too. All right. Have a beautiful day and make sure you do something for yourself. We all know you deserve it. Bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.